0: Thank you. Welcome to the Italian Wine Podcast. This episode has been brought to you by the Wine to Wine Business Forum 2022. This year will mark the ninth edition of the forum to be held on November 7th and 8th of 2022 in Verona, Italy. This year will be an exclusively in-person edition. The main theme of the event will be all-round wine communication and tickets are on sale now. The second early bird discount will be available until September 18th. For more. For more information, please visit us at wine2wine.net. To another episode of On The Road Edition, hosted by Stevie Kim. Each week, she travels to incredible wine destinations, interviewing some of the Italian wine scene's most interesting personalities, talking about wines, the foods, as well as the incredible travel destinations.
1: Hello, everybody. Uh, my name is Stevie Kim, and we're back. It's Italian wine podcast, uh, Mama Jambushim On The Road Edition. And today we are here in this magnificent place <laughs> so, so I'm going to let the president of the consortium of Montefalco tell us where we are so first of all Ciao ragazzo!
2: Ciao Stevie! <laughs> nice to see you!
1: What's your name? Tell, Giampaolo, tell... I'm Giampaolo for everybody from ever Yes, Giampaolo Tabarini. he's the president the the new, new elected president for the consortium of Montefalco and we are in, actually, Montefalco.
2: Yes, we are in the heart. We are yes, close by to where, the center. Yes, but where are
1: we exactly?
2: Uh, what we are is, into, what is,
1: where is this? Well,
2: this is our museum. We are so proud of uh, such stuff as you can imagine. And here we're so proud. Why? Because here there is Benazzo paint. So when you arrive in Montefalco, you think, of course, first to the wine, but Montefalco is many other things. Heart, too. So, there's no better place to have you, Stevie.
1: But is this actually a church? Because it kind of looks like a church to me. I'm agnostic, first of all, so I have to tell you. You're right. It's not my reign. I'm not terribly comfortable here. However, it looks very much like a church.
2: It is. It was. You have to know that inside Montefalco city wall uh, there is actually about fourteen church. Not all of all of them today are used as a church. Mm-hmm. Uh, just few of them, but in the past they used to. And today uh, this one that was used in the past for the mass, of course, uh, and so on. But today it's our museum thanks to the paint, thanks to all the beauty that you can show just take the camera surrounding all around.
1: So would you like to tell us just a little bit about, to contextualize where we are, just a little bit about the church? From where, from what period is this?
2: Um, I'm not the right person to give you all those information. (laughs) I'm a grower. My grandpa told me when I was young that if I study too much, I'm going to be the director of the school. So, I so you
1: st- didn't want to do that,
2: yeah. So I didn't study so much just to avoid to be a director of the school. You know, grow right, better,
1: right? right <laughs> exactly. So, Gianpaola, listen. We t- today we are in midst of an event that which See. is called anteprima. Is that correct? Of this the consortium, right. and this what is, a, what does that entail?
2: Anteprima is the new issue, technically. So we are just. Uh, claiming the new vintage of Sagrantino that is going to be released next year on the market. So this is just a preview of the wine that the consumer is going to have in the next few years on the market. And Anteprima is just to introduce the new vintages, mm-hmm. uh, of all the new vintage of all the producers to the world of uh, wine enthusiasts. So
1: that's it. So is it usually, does it usually happen... During this period? No. Or is, it, is this unusual?
2: That is totally unusual, Stevie. This year we definitely change everything. The, most of the journalists ask me, what's the difference between previous uh, events and this one? My answer is, I believe that the right question is what remained the same? Right. It remained the everything same. Everything is different. Everything is different. Mm-hmm. Remain the same Montefalco, because we are always in Montefalco. Remained the same in the actors. That are the winemakers mm-hmm. that more or less are always the same. And all the rest is changed. First of all, we are going to have Anteprima in Montefalco in spring. Usually it was in February, right. in the winter. But Montefalco, Umbria, is so green that in springtime it's over beautiful. Everything is going in flower. It's like a paint with a lot of colors. So you just go out from here, you take a look around and you fall in love. So this is the right moment. It's so,
1: spring. But did COVID have anything to do
2: with it or, or not? No, not at all. No, they, you know, no, but yes. Mm-hmm. So why yes? Because we've been put in jail. So because of the restriction, everybody lived a long portion of their life in the, in the houses without the ability to go out. So like being in prison. So how this affect the anteprima? When we quit, when allowed us to escape from our houses, we feel more brave. So we had uh, the energy uh, to say, we can go by ourselves. You know, Stevie, that Montefalco used to have Anteprima just after Toscana Anteprima. But pandemic support us saying, it's your time. You can work your legs. You are able to walk even more. You are able to run. So Montefalco keep on the shoulder all the anteprima of Umbria. So now we are going to have in spring the anteprima of the entire territory of Umbria and Montefalco is the leader, the one that made it happen. So we're so proud, we're so happy. It was a lot of time that we want to show that we're
1: brave. Are you enjoying this podcast? There's so much more high-quality wine content available from Mama Jumbo Shrimp Check out our new wine study maps, our books on Italian wine, including Italian Wine Unplugged, The Jumbo Shrimp Guide to Italian Wine, Sangiovese Lambrusco and Other Stories, and much, much more on our website, mamajumboshrimp.com. Now back to the show. So I see I have this here, Anteprima, the program. So the release is the 2018 vintage. Correct. Right? Right and would you like to tell our audience a little bit about the consortium activities in terms of the number of producers the territory covers the types of wines that you you produce in this area fine
2: um, our consortium is a successful story. First of all, Montefalco Consortium it's working not only in Montefalco's village, but also in Bevagna, Casteritaldi and Giano. Can you Guado, just repeat
1: that again? Bevagna, Bevagna slow, yeah.
2: Casteritaldi, Casteritaldi Giano, Giano, Gualdo. Guado. So it's five different towns, Montefalco and all the other four towns, a portion of the other four towns. We are spread in a very uh, small area. In this area, uh, they used to uh, make wine about 120, 130 different wineries. At the consortium, we have uh, a largest part, about 80 winery are members of the consortium. So we represent at least the 70-75% uh, of the total producer and even more in terms of bottles. In terms of production, what do we do here? Of course, Sarantino. That is the, the main stuff, the one that Montefalco Montefalconone. But at the same time, we make Rosso, That is a base of Sangiovese. Our uh, neighbor, it's Tuscany. So we always had Sangiovese in Umbria. Of course, it's not well known as much as Tuscany, and obviously, uh, but here Sangiovese come gorgeously. And of course, we have to give them a name in the past, and the name is Montefalco Rosso. And the last beautiful story is Terbiano Spoletino. Montefalco may, may show everybody, that this territory is not a territory that is able only to do great reds, but is able to do also great white wines. And this is not something that happens very often. How many territories do you know in Italy that are able to do great reds and great wines? This is a question to you now.
1: Um, not so I, many. I don't know, actually.
2: Grazie, Stevie. I no, like this no, answer. I uh, don't <laughs> know, but
1: I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I am uncertain that Montefalco is the only area who produces great... At brand. least few.
2: Few is fine. Yeah. Few is One fine. of the
1: few. We keep
2: it. We keep it. <laughs> Done. Arrange <Okay. laughs> it. Deal. It's a deal. Yeah, it's it's deal. A deal. <laughs>
1: In terms of the producers, si. right So are they, how many I mean are they ordinarily small to medium or is, are there some large producers? Who, when did the consortium activities start?
2: As every other territory, uh, we have the both. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have a lot of small producers, but we have also a few big producers. The beauty of this territory, I have a thank you, all, all, all the producers that support me. The beauty of this territory is that, it's that the big company work together with the small company, and we do not feel uh, the difference between uh, uh, the one and the other. So the size is not a terms that separate us. So no one of us is looking if you are a big producer, have a small, we just producer, we work in the same area, we have the same goal, we follow the same person, we trust in the same stuff. So this is Montefalco. So it's, a, it's a very unusual because sometimes, as you know, uh, producer inside the territory used to quarrel, not here, not here.
1: So um, for the audience who are less familiar with um, Sagrantino, yeah. which is kind of the, the signature wine for this area, is that correct?
2: Yes, you I'm can right. say
1: that, right, Sagrantino. So I've had the pleasure of being, of course, tasting Sagrantino, but I think for especially many foreigners, Sagrantino is something very, very austere, right? Because you, you guys always say—I mean, all the Italian wine experts—they will say Sagrantino is what they call—I love this word in Italian, spigoloso. See, si, right? okay, you know, yeah. it's okay. I know what you mean. It's very. Um, angular. So, how? What kind of? How would you recommend approaching Sagarantino for those who are unfamiliar with Sagrantino?
2: Allora, well, uh, a lot of good questions. Uh, first of all, uh, you are right. The Sagrantino that was uh, displaying in the past to the world, it was uh, a Sagrantino that with a lot of masto. So very masculine, uh, very masculine wine. But that was a point of view, that was an approach of the moment. Um, when the idea of- When ser- you
1: say masculine, do you mean um, structurally? You uh, yes, know, so from a structure point alcohol, of- High alcohol, high body, you know, big body. All of them. Yeah. All of them. Because
2: uh, in the moment where Sagrantino exploded and became famous and popular was the end of 90s beginning of 2000, where at that time the fashion was uh, uh, very deep wine, very huge wine, dark in color, very hokey. And so Sagrantino became popular in, in a such period and he tried to dress himself in clothes that, that really had really hand it wasn't the whole clothes of the variety uh, but, it was pushed in a such direction because was right at that time. Um, the I mean, it, do you
1: think it was because it was influenced by, I don't know, the, the high alcohol, um, you know, Napa-driven kind of wines? You said. Right.
2: That is right. Uh, it's exactly my same opinion. But the winemakers didn't, of the area, local, traditional winemakers, didn't knew the Sarantino as the one we discovered in early 2000. Mm -hmm. So um, the one we was knowing it was exactly the opposite. But you know, when it it is a fashion time, somebody prefer follow the fashion. But the one is not fashion. The one is tradition. So the the work we are doing today is just take back the tape and try to to show the movie from the beginning, Trying to to tell another tale, uh, the, the true one, the real one, because Sagrantino can be uh, very strong, very deep, very huge. If you think to the Sagrantino in a such way, but this is the same for any other kind of wine. If you look to the wine as something that should be more fresh, more gentle, more elegant, it's up to you. The winemaker is like a chef that cooks a dish, and with the same raw materials, you can take out different dishes. So what's in your mind? What's in your heart? What you're looking for? This is the real point. So today, the majority of the producers, they keep the, they make the own idea. So they definitely became uh, mature. So they are not anymore kids. They grow. They have adults. So... They are able to keep their own decision by themselves on the right way. This is what is happening in Montefalco. So, uh, the the, the we knew in the past—it uh, was just uh, uh, just a flesh, a flesh that is just disappeared because the one that you are going to meet today is so far away from the past that, that make you surprised anytime you try. <music>
0: We hope you enjoyed today's episode brought to you by the Wine to Wine Business Forum 2022. This year will mark the ninth edition of the forum to be held on November 7th and 8th, 2022 in Verona, Italy. Remember, the second early bird discount on tickets will be available until September 18th. For more information, please visit us at winetowine.net.